you go through this stage of like, do people even want to hear a podcast? Man, I'm not sure people ever want to hear the Bill Simmons podcast podcast, but we're here to depress you nonetheless. That's our job. Matt, it's the Bill Simmons podcast podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Matt. I kind of gave that away when I said Matt. That's all right. There were three podcasts last week. The first was Sundays with Ryan, two hours, 12 minutes and 51 seconds. The second was with Kimmel on Zoom, I think. And then yeah. JB Smoove in the studio, 14612. And then finally, clocking in at a scant 22619, Eddie Vedder and Jeff Ament. Is that how you say his name? Yeah, I think it is. It's the Bill Simmons Podcast Podcast. Here we go. Matt, one minute and 47 seconds into the Russillo pod, Bill says this. Uh, feud. Feud. It did sound like feud to me at 252 Pearl Jam. Listen to the many ways, Matt, at 321, Bill says he has been preparing for this moment. I've actually been preparing for this moment my whole life. Old games. Sounds like he's been preparing for this moment by <laughs> old games. Yes. Somebody's got to do it. It's kind of like I've been preparing for the moment when Pornhub gave away free unlimited <laughs> memberships or whatever it's called my whole life, except for now I'm stuck inside with my entire family all the time. <laughs> At 454, etc. Et At 1458, pleased to see the return of the Buffalo Bill, followed by a swallow. That you could see any time on ESPN Classic and treating it. ESPN Classic. 1513? <laughs> We're taping this on a Sunday afternoon, under, afternoon Pacific time. ESPN is <laughs> it's really it's really like the greatest hits of the Bill Simmons podcast. <laughs> Joe Bluth nominee. He then says it's afternoon in the Pacific time zone and then swallows. To be clear, it could be afternoon in both the Pacific and Eastern <laughs> yes. time zones at yeah. the same time. At twenty six thirty, the NFL for two and a half, two and a half. Can you see months. that my glass? I can. That's Andre the Giant. It's so important that Bill talks about his wrestling souvenir glasses that he interrupts Ryan. Matt, at 2743, Bill wants to know of the three ways Ryan has received information, what has frightened him the most? What has frightened you the most that you've read over the last five days or listened to or heard? Those three ways, of course, reading, right. listening, and yes. hearing. Yes. <laughs> Bill does a lot of hearing, but not a lot of listening. At 3038, I don't think this is what the CDC recommends. And everybody is keeping a respectful, you know, six, eight foot difference. Yeah. Not difference, distance. Yes, a six or eight foot difference. I don't yes. know what that is, but I'm not sure it helps fight coronavirus. All people must be at least two feet tall <laughs> or eight to 10 feet tall. And it needs to be, you know, uh, yeah. every other. Not in the, yeah. At 3044, this out-of-context theater. If you're coming around the corner and there's a sidewalk and people are coming there on the sidewalk, maybe you walk on the street. Does sound messy. <laughs> well, I didn't, I didn't I mean, realize If I that saw that on the sidewalk, <laughs> I would walk in the street. Society in Los Angeles under the COVID-19 pandemic has really devolved in a bizarre and perverted way. How come I haven't seen this on free Pornhub? Give Bill credit at 3126. I feel the same way except for about bike riders. My note to the runners, f*** you. Go f*** yourselves. <laughs> Be very angry. Hey, who the fuck are you? Fuck off. Well, Chris, I feel this way about bike riders not in pandemic situations. Yes. Because bike riders fucking ride on the road, not the sidewalk, like on the road, but then don't follow the rules of the road. They don't yeah, stop, stop, stop signs. Stop signs. Meaningless. Yeah. Yep. And also, the roads around here have no shoulders whatsoever. Yes. It's just yep. like blacktop, six inch white line, ditch. Yeah. Bike riders, I'll do 25 here, sir. <laughs> 
But I do wonder, are the, are the Los Angeles joggers just bumping people on the sidewalks? <laughs> I mean, for the longest uh, time, I've always wondered why the hell joggers have to jog in the road. I think it has to do because they don't want to run over the uneven sidewalks, cracks. especially in yeah. driveways and stuff. But uh, now I'm kind of like, okay, cool. So good job by Bill. Yeah. On the other hand, at 3347, <laughs> he has Italianated this word. I'm able to compartmentalize. Hey, compartmentalize. <laughs> I'm going to compartmentalize. I can't even say it. <laughs> <laughs> it goes contrary to your nature. Give me a brazil. Put it in the compartment. <laughs> going to have a meet the ball. At 3636, this ad botch. It's everything you need to grow all in one place. Run your entire business from anywhere. You're getting paid. You can get paid to do it over again. At 4047, Matt. I think force a lot of teams to talk themselves into the glass half full part of their situation. I think it's kind of an all or nothing. There's only one glass, right? Yes, correct. At 4131, I was very pleased to see the return of this mispronunciation. And uh, Shay Gilgis Alexander. Man, he is never going to get it right. <laughs> <laughs> At 4657, this swallow. I think the team's Golden State. He then segues Matt into calling teams things. At 4701. The Knicks, all those things are like, hey. At 4732, this Joe Bluth nominee. Milwaukee. We're going to be the, we're, we're the center of everything. At 5350, states. In all 50 states. I think he means to be <laughs> satiated. He has been. That states him? States. Yes. On 50 occasions, he has felt his hunger has been fulfilled. Relief. I don't know. Yeah, yeah relief. Yeah, that's way better. At 59.53, this Kevin Malone nominee. Just completely losing mine. He's so happy. <laughs> <laughs> right? I thought you'd appreciate that. Yeah. Like, I always think of him either in that context or caveman. That one, for some reason, sounded like caveman. Completely losing mind. Completely losing mind. The old <laughs> SNL sketch that was uh, like Tarzan, Frankenstein, yeah. and yeah. Tonto. <laughs> That's what it reminds me of. Bill goes way out on a limb on this analogy, and then the limb breaks. You know, back then, he was like the new, the new hot girl. That, you know, and Brady, who was on Brady's corner, is like, who's this guy? Jimmy Garoppolo is a hot girl right? who was on Brady's corner. Garoppolo shows up, also handsome in a football and also real life kind of way, but is a girl <laughs> in this analogy. Then Brady responds to seeing the new pretty girl on his drug dealing for pretty girls corner and wonders, who's this guy? <laughs> well done. <laughs> At one hour and 53 seconds. Sounds like a problem for fast food restaurants. Seems like it was the final straw thing. You could just say it was the final straw, or seems like it was the final straw. Why add thing? <laughs> At 101.20, this swallow. Tampa Bay. Look. At 102.33, this Joe Bluth nominee. I don't know. Ta the Tampa one, it's such a weird place for him in his grip. It's kind of like a double Joe Bluth. He gets the Tampa <laughs> one out. Tampa one. And then goes back to stuttering. At 107.16, Matt, see if you can translate this for me. If your quarterback can't move around and you can't take advantage of, of the way the rules are now, um, you have to have a guy like that. He changed the way he wanted to express the thought in the middle of the thought. Well, it was the hot girl on the corner, which <laughs> yes. was a mixed metaphor to begin with. Yes. <laughs> At 108.45, this Joe Bluth nominee. But that's what I'm when people talk about, they, they didn't get enough help. At 110.24, this laughter. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. Slowed down. <laughs> At 111.50, my sense of everything. What has happened? I think sometimes you can be too great and too popular for too long. And it starts to distort your sense of everything. He gets halfway into the sentence, Michael Scott style. Yeah. Second office reference, first part yes. of the week. And realizes he doesn't know how he's going to end the sentence. And so then he pauses 
and then just decides, ah, fuck it, everything. <laughs> At one fifteen twenty six, I'm not sure I get the point. At some point, you hit this point. It's almost like circular logic. <laughs> At some point, we've already hit it. We have arrived. At one eighteen fifty one, has it been this long since we knew how to say football words? Peyton he Manning threw over. a lot of turnovers. He means interceptions. Yeah, he threw a lot of turnovers. Right. I mean, I, I guess he did. Matt, don't defend him from a technical <laughs> or semantic standpoint. That's not what we're doing here. At 123.16, this long pause. This was actually going to happen. Um, That was my recommendation as well. Yeah, Bill's not listening. <laughs> You were telling me that you and your wife were going to watch some uh, some TV shows tonight. So you're a fan yes. of the uh, of the fine arts. Uh, sure, yeah. When people are in movies or TV shows, what verb would you say they are doing when they're playing these characters? Acting. That's a good one, Matt. That's what I thought. Listen to Bill's take at one twenty eight twenty two. Either pretend you're brain damaged, or you have to pretend you're autistic, or you have to pretend you're blind. That's how to win an Oscar. I don't know that <laughs> what we say is that they are pretending. <laughs> Wouldn't we say they're acting? This or- morning, my daughter pretended she was a princess. <laughs> at 128.52 I think he starts this right and then it goes wrong I think if you're redoing that years later most people would say Denzel should have won and maybe if the academy had been a little more diverse maybe he should have won what's the difference there's no I, difference I think what he means is maybe he would have won if it had been yeah, a, a more diverse meant. voting block yeah. the racial makeup of the academy does not change what should have happened because what should have happened should have happened regardless it's like reverse destiny. Yes. Also, that's uh, one of my favorite strippers. <laughs> it was a stripper move. You see her? She did the reverse the destiny. Yeah. It's like, going to have to go clean her uh, well, cheek prints off be, the pole. <laughs> it would be like the move would be the destiny named after some stripper. And then <laughs> yes, yes. at some point, somebody, some other mm-hmm. stripper did it backwards. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Matt, what do you get when you mix uh, your caveman bill with... Out of context theater. Oh, I don't know. This is it at one thirty six twenty three. Please eat. One thirty seven twenty three. In one of the all time thirty cents for a dollar trade. Shouldn't it be trades? <laughs> yes. If it was the all time thirty cents for the dollar trade, fine, singular trade. But if it's one of the, also, then it has to be trades. I like how specific it is because it implies that there are also twenty cent on the dollar trades, <laughs> yeah, all timers, fifty uh-huh. cent on the dollar trades. But you know, th- this is the best of the thirty cent on the dollar trades. At one thirty nine nineteen, in what year? In the ninety three year, MJ should have won the MVP. What he means the is ni- <laughs> the ninety three season or the ninety two yeah. ninety three season. Maybe he means if they were giving an award for MVP for. The second half of the 92-93 season and the first half of the 93-94 season, that would be the 93 year. It's like the Tiger Slam. <laughs> yeah. I think that's how they do it in soccer. At 141-34, it sounds like a blacklight would be involved. They have so much championship DNA at that point. There's a lot of genetic material somehow on the Lakers. At 142-36, when Michael Jordan left, he left something. When MJ left, he left this crate. It's like, Hakeem was like way, way up. He left this crate. He left this crate. It's like... <laughs> I can only think of one thing he might have meant, and it's crater. But I don't think you leave a crater, because that has to be sort of like an explosive event, a meteorite hitting the earth or something. So maybe he means cradle. When MJ left, he left this cradle. Let's go with that. At 143.10, you're out of context theater. First team all D. It's D D for Dick Matt. (laughs) Yeah, I got it. I think Bill knows he screwed up, because at 143.34, he says this. He's first team all defense. So there's a difference here. (laughs) 
There's the first team all defense. Those are the the five uh, NBA players who are the best at defense. The first team all D, on the other hand, (laughs) much different calculus. (laughs) That may be where you end up with championship DNA all over the place. At 147.07, possible Joe Bluth nominee. They, the Seattle fans are still pissed about it. At 156.06, my favorite verb clause of the week. If you just time machined him. Time machined him. <laughs> also, the unnecessary M. Yes. that's <laughs> what, what makes it good is he's like, listen, it sounds f***ed up enough to say time machine as a verb. I'm going to up the level of difficulty here and make it a time machine. <laughs> machined. Only a rich person who is used to boats is going to botch a metaphor in this way. There's no way I'm hitching my boat to this guy. <laughs> when do people ever hitch boats to people? I guess, Even metaphorically, Matt, the, the oh analogy God. totally breaks down. <laughs> I guess it was like one of those strongman competitions. <laughs> but you don't. Like, what, what is the metaphor? It's like, I'm not going to hitch my wagon to this guy. Bill decides, no, no, no. Uh, the Simmons family of L.A. does not use wagons. We hitch boats. At 208.45, paging Dr. Zoidberg. And the guys now are just these automated robots. <laughs> robots. At 209.43, if your relationship was a machine, I guess it could potentially have cogs in it. Yet another cog in your relationship. <laughs> but do you really think of cogs in a relationship? No. I don't know you, what they would do. Relationships no. don't work like that, even in your imagination. And now, rich man giving up at 210.44. Yeah, some sort of whatever. Oh, okay. One of those. <laughs> and I think this was an effective segment and a good and a good place to end. I agree. We'll be back after this. All right, Tarzan, let's start with you. Fire. Fire good. Mm-hmm. Tonto? Fire good. All right. Frankenstein. Yeah, fire Matt, we use Anchor.fm for the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. Anchor.fm allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And it's free. Anchor will not only let you record and edit, you can also distribute your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more through Anchor. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, which is handy for the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. Anchor.fm has everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor.fm to get started. Matt, in the second podcast of last week, Bill misidentifies his podcast zero seconds in. Tonight's episode of the BS Podcast. Then 18 seconds in this ad botch. More than ZipRecruiter, our presenting sponsor. If you're getting paid, do it right. All the other botches I can understand, you're just lazy and don't care. But man, when money's on the line, got to get it right. At 208 Pearl Jam. At 408, I don't think he's using the right word here, Matt. Because you're doing these little mini logs. Was Jimmy Kimmel doing little mini logs? (laughs) Either he's a child playing with Tinker Toys or tiny fire. He is some sort of spaceship captain. Or maybe he's pooping. (laughs) <laughs> I think what Bill means is he's doing these little mini videos. They're not yes. logs. I mean, even no. logs in the sense of he is logging information. That's not what he's doing. He's the captain of a ship. Why do so many people give him a break when he says all this <laughs> stupid, deranged <laughs> shit? These mini logs. And Jimmy Kimmel, who's a funny guy, just, yep. You know, he's been on here occasionally. I feel like he usually gives him shit. Matt, do you know how they became friends, uh, Jimmy Kimmel and Bill Simmons? Uh, no. How, how did they? I'm trying to remember if it's ever come up in conversation on the Bill Simmons podcast, but I just don't recall. We'll see if Bill can uh, refresh our recollection here <laughs> six minutes and 50 seconds in. And for people out there, I don't know if everyone knows that I worked for you the first year plus of the show. Oh, that's right. 
He did it while he was working for, uh, did he work for some uh, sports company or something? I, I think so. Something like yeah. that. My favorite botch of all three podcasts last week was this at 7.54. I do feel like you were the Jackie Robinson of taking your laptop into the computer and working while you were in there. <laughs> Jackie Robinson famously broke the color barrier. Right. So what Bill's talking about is Jimmy taking Jimmy Kimmel's laptop into the bathroom. <laughs> I don't know what barrier he broke. It's not like he was the first white guy. He was the first person. So maybe it's the bathroom barrier. He broke the bathroom barrier. But what's much better is he does not say taking your laptop into the bathroom, taking his laptop into the computer. Taking your laptop into the computer. (laughs) Is there ever an appropriate, unless you're talking about another really legitimate societal barrier that has been broken, is there ever a good time to make a Jackie Robinson comparison? (laughs) I can tell you this, Matt. I don't want to, I don't want to speak too generally, but when you're talking about taking a dump with a device, I think that's the wrong time. Matt, when you're performing uh, an act of self-quarantine, well, that sounded gross, but it ended up okay. Who do you think is involved? Probably you. Anybody else? That might be it. All right. That's why this at 912 is redundant. Self-quarantine himself. If he had self-quarantined someone else, I would have been impressed. At 1135, snort. <laughs> I really desperately wanted to figure out a way that I could remix the Crystal Methods trip like I do, where the girl says, oh, my God, except to use Bill Simmons saying, oh, my God. But, man, that's just hard to do. At 1426, masks. Because we, we don't have any masks. All the masks are gone. And she's like, sounds like it's really a Catholic issue, doesn't it? Yeah, they don't have any Catholic church services. All matter is now at this point composed <laughs> yes. only of things that take up space as right. mass is gone. At 1701, if you double down on something twice, this is still incorrect. ABC just like quadruple downed on it. It would be quadruple, not quadrupled. <laughs> quadruple. Second of all, it would not be quadrupled downed. Quadruple downed on it. would be quadrupled <laughs> down, down on it. He yes. quadrupled down on it. Quadruple botch. Yeah. <laughs> At 1747, Bill still plugged into the popular culture. Game show to me are like horror movies or all these different genres that... Game show to me. Game show to me are are like all these other genres. At 2349, this laughter. (laughs) No. Slow it down, Chris. I'm about to, Matt. (laughs) No. 2609, this swallow. It, It is really smart. Have, have you at twenty seven twenty? Well, I guess he was kind of a pop singer, but yeah, he really was. He also um... <laughs> <laughs> they're talking about Kenny Rogers. It's not clear if he was agreeing with him or if he abandoned a thought. Yeah, he really was. Well, it actually nicely foreshadows what's about to come up, which is just <laughs> Bill's rampant affirmation. But Bill really did believe in the new edition. At 2936, lack of specificity. Conscious of his legacy that maybe he was earlier in his thing. Could use career, <laughs> life, more enthusiastic affirmation at 4737. Life is not long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you like that, Matt, because there's going to be more. If you don't like it, there still will be more. At 4817, this laughter. My penis. <laughs> <laughs> the clip is just my penis laughter. Forty nine oh four. This laughter <laughs> is Jimmy Kimmel that funny, or is it just that Bill wants to kiss his ass? It's both. At fifty one thirty five. This botch. Everything you need to to grow all in one place. I did not have a ton of stuff from JB Smooth. On the other hand, Bill had a lot to say by way of agreement. 
with Mr. Smoove. Here's a compilation. Yeah. Kind of like, yeah. you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I would yeah. Love- yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Oh, I- yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, at 54 minutes in, no one is surprised. I intentionally did no research for this podcast. <laughs> like this time he intentionally did it. Right. As the opposed to the, the other time times when he, he accidentally forgets. <laughs> yeah. At one ten twenty seven, this is Joe Bluth nominee. God. No, no, we have to do that. You can't. And then we have the dress rehearsal. Yeah. At one twenty oh seven, still not quite sure about how check marks work. Did no. we hit all those check marks? You could be checking all those boxes. That's what he means. Potentially, he could mean hitting all those checkpoints, which yeah. is kind of bizarre. But I mean, it, it sort of tracks. But if you're hitting all those check marks, what that means is in your career there are check marks, meaning marks that indicate things have been checked off, and you want to get to each one of those already checked off marks. F- makes no sense. <laughs> At one twenty eight fourteen, this snort. <laughs> That's pretty much all I got for JB Smooth, Matt. <laughs> there wasn't a lot. We'll be right back after this. Here are all the things Bill and his guests found delicious in the last week, or just funny sounds. Mm. And I didn't mm. know who was the who on and really for the mm. high school game. Voting isn't just going to the polls on election day anymore. Options like early voting, mail-in voting and ballot drop boxes are available to more voters and are growing in popularity. How to Vote, a tool created by Democracy Works, breaks down the options your state offers for casting a ballot, empowering you to decide when and where to vote. Decide when and where you'll vote this year at howto.vote. Matt, as always, we want to thank the people that support us monetarily, not the people that support us emotionally, uh, because honestly, emotional support doesn't pay the bills the way Josh N., Jeff G., Scott B., Sean, and our friends at College Football Brothers Podcast support us with money. They do it through Patreon, patreon.com slash bspodpod. You can also support us as David P. and Scott B. do through Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash bspodpod. David, as we always say, you're giving us too much money. Also, I think Scott B. is possibly giving us money through Anchor and Patreon. Scott, it's not worth it. Thank you very much to our producers. Chris, as you know, I really, really like Pearl Jam. Got a tattoo of the uh, Pearl Jam man and everything. (laughs) Do not. I really was excited about this. It was not a good interview. And I generally think Bill is an okay, does an okay job with interviews. I just thought this was a bad interview. Almost like he wasn't prepared. It was almost like he thought, yeah, I know enough about grunge and Pearl Jam. I can do this without a lot of research. And then didn't. I thought Jeff and Eddie were interesting, but yeah, no I mean, thanks to Bill. There was a, an exchange where Bill was like, 
And how about that time the band almost broke up and Eddie was like, I don't know what you're talking about, dude. Yeah. I liked the <laughs> and, time when he said something he, about the grunge sound and he includes the chili peppers. And it was like, yes. <laughs> no. they're like eight years older and they're from <laughs> yeah. LA and they're yeah. sort of more different kind of music. Funk? Yeah. Make any funk. Sense. And, and it was like that sort of story about Pearl Jam almost breaking up. Bill has been harping on the last three or four. Like he said it a bunch of times. Uh, over the last maybe six months in conjunction with a variety of things. And they're like, actually, that never happened. <laughs> it's still real to him, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> One of the longest intros I can remember, Pearl Jam on the Pearl Jam podcast, not until four minutes and 44 seconds in. Oh, I think we got something to go at the end credits. <laughs> Here we go. At 5.03, this is in the Pacific time zone. All right, we're taping this Wednesday afternoon Pacific time. I just got to wonder what these two huge rock stars think when they when they hear him say at the very beginning, this is in the afternoon on the Pacific time zone. They got to be like, oh, Jesus Christ. He doesn't even say that. He says, it's the afternoon Pacific time. <laughs> it makes even less sense. Uh, he's great. At 740. Like I'm in California. I was reading this stuff. Was it worse to actually be there or was it the same experience I was having? How the f*** are they going to know that, man? <laughs> One in a series of asinine questions. You did not experience things the same way I did. Did we have the same experience? No, it was different. Uh, luckily, Pearl Jam as a band collectively were at the vanguard of something. At the cutting edge of a lot of this stuff, speaking out against certain things. and uh, Wow. <laughs> So specific. Things. Could have been soda or racist. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> uh, Eastern Bloc na nations, the NATO Warsaw Pact issues. I think it turned out to be Ticketmaster. It was. <laughs> At 15.24, not a word. To kind of refresh myself with some of the early stuff. Stum. As you know, <laughs> Matt, of course I know. This is a music industry word. Stum is short for the word stomach. Bill was refreshing himself with stomach of the early Pearl Jam material. They call it the catalog, the back catalog, <laughs> which he stomached or whatever I said. Stomach. At sixteen oh seven is Joe Bluth nominee. Great. Hey, one of the things that shocked me was at first I was wondering if his mic was cutting out, but <laughs> no, just his brain. But, but then later his mic does cut out for like twenty minutes. <laughs> and honestly, it was just such a great uh, yeah. weird window into the uh legitimately cool relationship between yeah. these two rock superstars. <laughs> Would you say, Matt, the best part of the interview was the part that did not include the interviewer? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> At 21.44, this laughter. It's, they got to be wondering what is going on. Did Urkel just join the conversation on Zoom? They must think they're talking to Lewis or Gilbert from Revenge of the Nerds. It's... At 33.02, now, Matt, I know this is a living in a glass house type situation. This is a pot and kettle situation. But nonetheless, this audio sucked. It also seems like, you know, you hit... You, if, if a band, band is together, together, I don't know. Usually, usually it seems like bands stay together five to seven years, and if they get lucky, he should have time machine. <laughs> like they put a back. flanger on it. <laughs> what I think that comes down to, Matt, is bad editing. I and, think that's probably right. And the fact Kyle. that he, well, he's not the editor. Remember, he's just yeah, the true, uh, yeah. producer and engineer. <laughs> Although we really haven't heard him much lately. No. This has got to be his absolute dream. He gets to do even <laughs> less. He doesn't even have to chuckle along or holler things off mic. At 34.57, enthusiastic affirmation. Hanging out with the fellas. Right. <laughs> it's just got to be as a result of the delay, you know, from the uh, sort of remote recording, but it's really good. Like here at 35.37. We've actually gotten better at what we do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he didn't even say anything. <laughs> <laughs> Way to keep the conversation going, sir. At 36.24, swallows back to back. You must have the right tools. 
And guess what? NetSuite provides you with a full picture of your business finance inventory, HR. First one just didn't get it done. That's the back-to-back swallow <laughs> in an ad, which he then goes on to botch at 36.34. It's everything you need to grow all in one place. By the way, that's the second time he's botched it the same way. Everything you need to grow, not know. You would think the first time he botched it, he would get it right by re-recording it. Instead, no, get it wrong, don't change it, get it wrong again, don't change it again. What do you think about that, Bill? Was that a good idea? Yeah. 4306. <laughs> too, I mean, is it too nitpicky, Matt? Is it just no, like... I like him. There's a lot of them. He's got nothing to fucking say to these guys. <laughs> Everything is just coming from miles and miles away. At 4343, this laughter. <laughs> I wouldn't listen to anybody. Paging Gilbert, paging Lewis, paging Poindexter on the violin. At 4709, a welcome return to Chalk Swallows. Chili Peppers... 5158, right or wrong, Matt? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Just let Eddie Vedder tell this goddamn story. You do not have to tell him. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. It's like, just want you to remember I'm here, Ed. He wants Eddie to know he's there. Minutes later, he's not there. And then Eddie's (laughs) like, well, hang on a second. I'm not hearing. (laughs) Right? Yeah. (laughs) What happened to Bill? At 5637, Bill's hatred for the Lakers expresses itself, apparently from his subconscious, as he calls the Great Western Forum this. The greatest Lakers memory place? The greatest Lakers (laughs) memory place. I feel like the memory place is like some sort of uh, photo studio in the mall. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Glamour shots, 8 by 10s only 42, 44 until Christmas Eve at 108.08, this laughter. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> it's even more awesome slowed down. <laughs> it was awesome. At 124, Matt, this is what we have uh, mentioned several times. Yeah, I think we just locked out. Hello? <laughs> Did we lose you? <laughs> I think we just that. He goes on for like five <laughs> minutes. Eddie and Jeff don't even really seem to give a shit. <laughs> he does one of the longest intros of the entire year. Doesn't even mention, oh, at one point, I drop out of the uh, audio mix there for several minutes, and they just keep talking about some pretty cool stuff. 135.51. Bill's back on to the detriment of the English language. Baseball has taken so many hits with the integrity. So the integrity of something... <laughs> has hit baseball many times. (laughs) Or somebody used integrity to hit them. It's not that baseball's integrity has taken many hits. It's that it's taken so many hits with the integrity. Baseball took the hits. He then swallows. This is the... At 136.15, more doubled audio. Oh, yeah. They got caught there. I edit most of our audio here. I don't do a great job. It's choppy. I leave stuff in sometimes. I'm not getting really paid anything. Like, I do my best. You would hear that. For as long as I feel. (laughs) All you really have to do is listen and, you know, maybe take it out, maybe try to fix it, maybe have him re-record it on the sly. <laughs> nope, just uncommented <laughs> shit. Somebody is doing this for a living. Oh, Spotify paid a lot of money for this company. At 207.18, another chalk swallow. Well, I wish you the best of luck with... At 213.12, listen to what Bill has to enthusiastically affirm and tell me if it makes any sense. Like Phil Jackson was my, he was my favorite player in the NBA, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Does he mean like uh, Robert Altman's the player? Like he was a player in the <laughs> no, NBA I think, firmament? I think he just misspoke. And we'll forgive Eddie Vedder for misspeaking and we won't make fun of him. But Bill <laughs> doesn't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, he affirms the mistake 
at 216.36, Matt, this is something you pointed out to me. Are you familiar with the traditional number of senses a, a human being is said to possess? Five. Five senses. That many, Matt? Yes, that many. Is there any explanation then for why Dennis Rodman was such a good <laughs> rebounder? Hang on. Listen first before you answer. He had this fifth sense for where the ball was going. The senses, as I recall them, are <laughs> sight, hearing, taste, touch, and smell. Yeah, the question that this really begs, Chris, is what traditional sense does Dennis Rodman not have? We know he starts with the <laughs> rebounding sense, so there's sense number one. Right. And I assume he can see, unless this this is some sort of daredevil situation where he, <laughs> he is able to sense where the ball is going. So in addition no. to sight, I would expect touch. Yeah. Um, and so I'm guessing then it's sound, and that means that he's either missing taste or smell. Right. Because, it's, I mean, they're, they overlap. <laughs> so what we figure is Dennis Rodman. So this is what we got for Dennis Rodman. Rebounding. Right. Sight. Touch. Right. To be fair, it wasn't rebound. It was where the ball is going to (laughs) be. Matt, why are we going to start being fair now? And then either taste or smell. I also like that this metaphor, this this uh, sort of colloquialism that he's trying to use. There's a fucking movie that's one of the most popular movies in the last twenty years that is called The Sixth Sense. Bill, (laughs) the fifth sense. (laughs) Maybe maybe his fifth sense was that he knew where the ghost of the rebound was going to be. At 2.23.06, a Santa-inspired Joe Bluth nominee. Oh. Or something, and went to another. It was like, because, you know, you would... <laughs> that was Eddie Vedder with the <laughs> ho-ho intro. Oh, I like it. Matt, this was the most disturbing and disappointing part of the Pearl Jam interview at 2.24.27. I just really appreciate your writing, and um, I know Jeff and I are very uh, happy to have this time with you, and uh, really really appreciate you. When I heard Eddie say that, I seriously considered having my alive tattoo laser removed. What I seriously considered was asking his PR person to do a slightly better job because there is no way he appreciates Bill's writing since Bill hasn't done any writing for like 16 months. What is your alive tattoo of? Just the word alive? And then whenever people ask you, they're like, is that the Argentinian uh, rugby book? And you're like, no. (laughs) No, it was your joke. The stick man is the alive man. Oh, you actually do have that tattoo. You finally No, I don't. (laughs) I was was just like leaning into the joke. (laughs) Oh, man, I don't like physical contact. At 225.33, Bill finally celebrates the great new Pearl Jam album made up of several smaller robots that form one giant robot. I was going to do that. <laughs> you still can. You want to do it? No, you you did it better. I was just going to be like something. I was just going to like say Transformers or something. <laughs> Don't forget their new album, Gigatron. <laughs> I love it. It's like came on your podcast, did a really long podcast, two and a half hours, carried it for 20 minutes while you couldn't figure out what the f*** was going on with your audio. And then was like, you're the greatest writer ever. I love you so much. F***ed up album name. Yes. <laughs> That's all we have for this week, Chris. (laughs) This is the Bill Simmons Podcast Podcast. I'm Chris. Uh, And I'm Matt. We're not f***ing around anymore. Matt, would you like to continue f***ing around? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, Chris. I'm just not sure I I have it in me. Please f*** around. Please (laughs) f*** around just a little bit more. You know, I'm not going to do it. From here on out, I guess I'm just going to be the only guy f***ing around. Am I the only guy f***ing around? (laughs) It's hard. (laughs) Yes.